0: My name is Ali. I'm a doctor turned YouTuber. I'm Taymor. I'm a data scientist turned startup founder. We're two brothers living in London and you're listening to Not Overthinking, the weekly podcast where we talk about life, happiness and the human condition.
1: Hello and welcome back to Not Overthinking. Taymor, how are you doing today?
0: I'm not doing bad. How how are things with you? Uh, You need to elaborate on that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I I have some news uh i got married last weekend uh, i'm now a married man uh wait oh, yeah, apparently... i mean about six months ago right
1: <laughs> <laughs> no
0: it was actually this weekend it was four oh days
1: congratulations ago. right uh, five days ago uh so i'm a, a married man I'm on my you're a married man right you've got it like what's what's the story update the pod what's the story what do you want to know i'm gonna pretend like i'm a podcast guest who who are you married to tamil I'm married
0: to a lovely lady named Lucia Coulter, uh, who has been not Lucia a- Abdul. Uh, not, not yet. TBD, TBD on that one. Fine. Okay. Uh, yes, yeah, so I'm married to, uh, married to Lucia, who is a mutual friend of ours. How long did you, uh, how long have you been married for? We've been married for five days, four days, four and a half days,
1: four and a half days. My God. How did you meet?
0: Pretty, pretty mental. We met four and a half years ago, almost five years ago uh, in the Cotswolds. I actually talked about, I actually talked about how we met on episode four about uh, low social optionality. I think there was an anecdote in there about how I went on a group holiday with you and your mates. And one of the people there, I thought, oh my God, like there's no way we're going to get on. And, uh, and in the, in the anecdote, I, I played it cool. I was like, yeah, you know, we we got on pretty well in the end. <laughs> and uh yeah, I guess we did. Yeah. So we met fire almost oh, five years ago.
1: And what what did you think of her at the time? I mean first impression, as I said in episode four,
0: was that we wouldn't get on. Basically, I was a bit of I was a bit uh bigoted, shall we say. <laughs> uh she's like she, uh you know, she was like a a medic, she was a vegan. And this whole kind of group of friends is very like wholesome. It's very like, you know, it's very. I think wholesome is just kind of the best term for it. And you know, I consider myself. I think you know, I could I be wholesome, but um, I consider myself, you know, someone with you know a bit of a dark side, bit of a bit of edge. My preconceptions were like, okay, you like we're not, you know, we're not going to like vibe in that way, and then. When we when we met like on the at the first day of the trip, I made a joke that she didn't find funny, and she didn't laugh at the joke. And I thought like maybe she's offended. It wasn't it wasn't it wasn't an offensive joke. It wasn't that offensive. Mm. Uh, and she didn't laugh at the joke. I or, I was already like oh man, vegan like medic like yeah just like straight down the line. Also. I <laughs> worse. Yeah nightmare mate nightmare vegan. Um, and so, yeah, I didn't think I, I was like dreading the next few days on this trip. I was like, Oh my God, I've already like pissed one of these people off. Like <laughs> what's going to go, what's going to happen. Um, uh, but no, it was good. We, uh, we got chatting and I think we, I think we, we got on. Yeah. We had a, we had a good time. And then I was basically, uh, in love with her at that point for a bit. And I told you about it if you recall, <laughs> and you were like, Oh my God, Tame, You just like fall in love with any girl that talks to you, like get yourself together, man. <laughs> and then I, uh, yeah, then I was sad about it for about a week. Um, and then yeah, I kind of moved on. I was like, okay, you know, it's in a relationship, you know, it's no way she should go for me. Like blah, blah, blah. Moved on with my life. And then we'd see each other like, yeah, you know, a few times a year, just, you know, at your place or like just mutual friend type things, or I'd come along on one of these holidays, um, over the next few years. And then last year, um, yeah, I don't know exactly what happened, but we ended up spending some time together and, you know, there was some mutual interest, shall we say, and
1: <laughs> the rest is history. So you got together... Around this time last year, was it?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, I keep looking to the left because she's here in the background. Oh, and so so you can't be too really, honest, can you? Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> <no>. <laughs> Yeah, so you can see her to various things. So
1: then you and her started um, dating, as they say. Yes. What was that like?
0: Um, yeah, I have mean, never really dated way.
1: before. Yeah, I mean, I talked about my relationship in like December, right, on the pod. Let's assume but that some a lot of people listening to this episode have not listened to the episode in December. It was nice, but I think it made my life very, like, hectic. Oh, it felt hectic. like... Tell me more.
0: Yeah, I felt like I already had, like, a lot of things in my life, and this was now another thing in my life. And, like, it was a really nice thing, but I think it did, yeah, just like the past year or so has just been a, a bit, like, crazy in terms of stuff going on all the time.
1: Hmm. Yeah. So amidst the hectic life, why did you, when and why did you propose? Um, I mean, we were quite serious about things from the beginning. uh I
0: think, you know, we'd, we know each other a few years anyway. So it wasn't kind of, it wasn't always like starting from zero. uh You know, we're both kind of late 20s. So I'm, I'm 26 right now. Almost 27. She's 28. And so, you know, both kind of entering that phase. Ooh, what
1: what's it like dating that? an older woman
0: or marrying an older woman? <laughs> Uh I think it's quite funny. I like I like that she's like a year and a bit older than me. She's she's not a fan. She doesn't like it. I think okay, I think basically if you're a guy, it's like high status to be with a slightly older woman. Is it? It's like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's okay, like bye. it's like kind of cool or whatever. But if you're, if you're a woman, it's like low status to be with a young guy. It's like, <laughs> it's like, not you know, um, so that I find it funny. I I I think it's like a funny little thing. I mean, look, it's like a year and a bit. It's it's neither here nor there, but I think it's just like
1: funny that, uh, she is actually older than me. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm actually younger than her. Okay. So why did you decide to propose and when did you decide to propose? Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, from, from the start, we were quite serious about things and, the, you know, the,
0: the, the plan was like, Hey, look, we'll kind of do this with the view of figuring out if we should get married or not. And, um, then, yeah, I guess we talked about stuff over the next few months and in, uh, February. So like, what is that? Like five months ago or something? Four five, five, five months ago. I, yeah, we we kind of talk about, it. it wasn't like an out of the blue proposal or whatever. Like we talked about, it, like, Hey, you know, mutually kind of agreeing, like, yeah, you know, I think
1: we think we're ready. Um and made it happen. Nice. So then you you've been engaged for the last five months minus five days. Correct. What's it like being engaged?
0: It's like the same as being in a relationship, but now there's like a wedding to plan and stuff. And so it's not, you know, it's like yeah, you know, one of my friends who uh who who we were hanging out with on kind of a weekend away where I engaged after the after we got engaged we were kind of just chatting about it and stuff this friend got married a few years ago and we asked oh yeah what was like the engagement period like for you guys and then they were basically like dude it's a nightmare it's like it's like the worst of all the relationship statuses <laughs> because like now you know you know you're not like you're not like married yet you're not like living together and stuff but now you have this wedding to plan and so whenever you're hanging out it's like oh we bet like do this wedding stuff and it just like adds this logistical burden of like, hey, we now have to organize a wedding together, and you know that that can often be quite stressful with like different preferences, different opinions, wanting to try and make everyone happy, things like that. So
1: I think being engaged itself, it's like not that fun, not like yeah. How much of a how much of a faff is it to organize a wedding? So I think it's less faff than most
0: people think. Like most people thought that like, oh man, like there's no way. 'Cause like the wedding was like five months after the engagement. Most people were like, oh my God, like how are you gonna organize a wedding in five months? I was thinking like, five months? How hard can it possibly be? Yeah. Um oh, the iPhone was built in like five months. Yeah, I mean people have done way crazier things in <laughs> five months. Yeah, it's definitely doable. It's not it's not that much faff. I think once you just once you have a venue, I think once once you figure out, okay, here's like the ballpark of how many guests we want, then you can figure then you can like get the venue. And once the venue is locked in, then a lot of like decisions are of made for you and you can you know you kind of get the ball rolling whereas before you have the venue locked in there's like too much the you know this the the solution space is too, is too too large there's too many hmm. you know there's too, too much and so I think it's i think the the sequence is like decide on number of guests decide on venue and make everything else fit that once you have the venue because I think yeah. that's probably like the important piece huh. and so um yeah finding a venue i mean look, I, I don't know how interesting it is for people to hear about the logistics of organizing a wedding but yeah look basically we uh we booked a bunch of viewings of venues we probably viewed know, four different we had like a short list probably like, i don't know 10 to 15 venues which we like thought were cool and then we like booked viewings for like four or five of them and then we decided on one of them. One thing that did make it easier was that my sort of personal assistant helped with a lot of the the booking of viewings, which is I think the annoying part because like you often have to like be on the phone with people and like you know respond to lots of emails and things like that. So yeah, we basically just told her like hey, you know, we like these venues, can you also try and find some more and then we had like a round of like you know, discussion and then we were like okay, hey, can we get viewings with these venues? And And then once the venue is done, like the catering was done through the venue. We didn't have an option there. How how much of that politicking is there when figuring out the guest list? It depends what you mean by politicking. I mean, it's it's challenging because like you obviously can't invite everyone you'd want or everyone you'd know. Um, And so, yeah, you know, you do have to make some tough calls and like in an ideal world, there'd be space for like all your family, extended family,
1: all your friends, you know, all that kind of stuff um but you do yeah you do kind of have to decide and so what are the ballpark prices that a wedding costs in the uk is it in like the tens of thousands of pounds broadly yeah yeah having spent in the order of tens of thousands of pounds on a on a single day how do you feel about that expense having done it versus like had you been thinking about the thought of spending tens of thousands of pounds on a wedding a year ago for example it just it's it costs however much it costs like we wanted to have a wedding we wanted lots
0: of people to be there it costs how much it costs. Like we didn't really, we didn't. Yeah. I mean, we, we could have done it probably. Yeah. We could have tried to do it a lot more cheaply, like find a field, put a massive monkey in it, like kind of, you know, um, do it that way. We chose to get like a venue where they do weddings regularly and that kind of stuff. Like it's just how, yeah, I don't really worry about these things. Um, after the fact, it's just like, Hey, you know, it's done. Like this is how much it costs there wasn't like an obvious way we could have spent way less unless we like completely
1: changed how we did the wedding. So I guess overall you would say it's worth it because, the option, <laughs> because for example, the option is, it's not like you're making it sound like an inevitability that you had to have, I don't know, 200 or however many people there. Like you could have just gotten married in like a nice small thing with like 10 people and spent 500 quid rather than several tens of thousands. So clearly there was a reason to warrant spending that extra money. And I want to sort of yeah. understand what that. Uh,
0: okay. Yeah. Yeah. Think about that. yeah. Yeah. We could have done a super small thing for sure. I wanted lots of people to be there okay. because like we're close with lots of people. And I think like a wedding is kind of about sharing this thing with like yeah. people you love and all, all that good stuff. And so yeah, I wanted there to be like decent number of people. We could have definitely gone the option of like, okay, like we want we want a decent number of people, but like let's try and be frugal about it, mm. kind of thing. Of like, okay, like do we actually need a wedding venue? Once something is for a wedding, then they just like hike up the prices loads. So yeah, we could have we could have potentially gone down the frugal route, but. Yeah, it's nice to have like a nice venue and stuff.
1: If either of you were less wealthy than you currently are, would it have been more of a oh, should we we should really think about this?
0: I mean, yeah, ob- I mean, obviously, yes, right? Like, <laughs> you know, I think because, okay. <laughs> and,
1: and so the reason I ask is because y- y- you do hear this trope of people going into debt, especially in like apparently in Pakistan and stuff, where families will go into debt to spend ridiculous amounts of money on a wedding for the sake mm-hmm. of. Uh, whatever the justification for that is. I'm wondering, uh, okay, and the other piece of context there is I've read a few blog posts from people who are like, I could never have imagined spending 50 grand on a wedding. But now that I've spent 50 grand on a wedding, I'm actually kind of glad I did. And I actually think it was great memories. And now I recommend friends also go for a big wedding rather than trying to be super, super frugal with it. I wonder if you have any of those that genre of thoughts about the thing, given that you like to think about stuff or is it something that you've just not really thought about too hard.
0: I haven't really thought about it um i tend yeah, I tend not to like think like if I've made a purchase or whatever yeah like we're gonna I'm not going to stress about it sure. afterwards yeah, I think my thoughts are for me it you know I wanted there to be a decent number of people, we could have done it like a lot cheaper for sure, and I imagine we could have done it in a way that was still like a really great day, a really great event, like I think you can do that, I think that would have been. <laughs> I think that would have been totally possible. um If you go down the route of getting a thing called a wedding venue, then it like puts it into a different ballpark of price. Mm. Okay. So apparently, if you just get a field and you put a marquee in it, that's really expensive as well. I don't know. I think, like,
1: if we wanted to, we could have. A big marquee is more expensive than a venue. I think if you want okay, to, we could have done it for like a, a fifth of month. the price. And I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think there would have been a way. I think there would have been yeah, a way to do, do way, it for like. like it's just that you didn't want to do it for a fifth of the price and that's totally fine. It's like you want to feed people. It with, it's just it's the number of people that's the determining factor. Okay, let me, just, let me run some numbers
0: on the old computer. <laughs> on the old puzzle.app. <laughs> because <laughs> I'm the one that has run the numbers
1: previously. <laughs> Mate, um, five days into, uh, into marriage and you're already <laughs> <laughs> being derailed on the podcast <laughs> by the wife. <laughs> all right look okay so
0: we okay let's let's just do some math all right let's do math let's do some live math. Some quick quick maths okay nice all right so 200 people yeah all right
1: fine
0: you gotta feed them they're gonna have a meal sure right yeah for 200 people if you don't get something like super fancy whatever blah 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 if you if you have food that benefits from economies of scale yep. 30 pounds a head for food is not crazy it's like yeah. like Reasonable. you know you got you, as an individual, you can go to a restaurant and have a nice filling meal for 30 pounds mm. and you'll be happy about it. If you think 200 people, like with the bulk, whatever, blah, 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 200 people, 30 pounds a head, that's 6,000 pounds cool. on food, Fine. right? Yes. Wow. Um, drinks, one thing that helps, now I'll call it our wedding. Yeah, sure. So there was like lower drink costs, maybe like...
1: So let's say know. a let's bottle of sugar per person, which is about two quid.
0: Okay, let's just say five pounds a head. So five pound head on drinks, all right. So six thousand pounds on food, mm. right? Plus one thousand pounds on drinks. We're at seven thousand pounds, and everyone's fed and drink, mm. uh, fed and watered. Okay, Lucia's shaking her head. Mate, okay, it doesn't matter. We need to account yeah. for for things like servers. Actually, no, we don't. The reason we don't need to account for servers is because in this kind of setup, you do like a buffet style. You have the thing laid out. Like people go up, get their food whenever they want, like buffet style. So, I mean, look, you probably you would need some stuff on the day to just like do stuff. So, we're at seven thousand pounds with food and drink, right? I mean, you said, do you want to just come
1: here and enjoy? I think, I think so in your buffet just... example, it wouldn't even be thirty quid ahead because if you imagine like a huge tub of biryani, it's probably like more like five quid ahead. If we're thinking in economies of scale with a massive buffet thing that people are serving them, like yeah, ten quid ahead. Okay, we're actually trying to do something frugal here. Yeah, yeah thirty pounds ahead
0: could go a long way. but... Mm. All right, twenty pounds ahead.
1: <laughs> twenty pounds <laughs> ahead. Food. Four grand for the food. Let's say a. Gr- uh, I know five five grand for food. One grand. For food. Sure. So six so K and everyone's better watered. For four no, four, four grand of food, you're
0: right? Yeah. yeah, one one grand of drinks. Um, so we're at five thousand nice. pounds, and we have all the we have all the food and drinks, right? Right. Next, I guess you I mean you would need like a furniture rental. You need tables and you need chairs for everyone. I think it's a bit too much to like make people sit on the floor. Call me old fashioned, but I think that's expensive. Okay, sure. Uh okay, yep. so rental. I mean, how much do our chairs cost a thousand pounds for two hundred three hundred pounds. Three thousand pounds.
1: Hi guys. Oh hello. <laughs> three pounds a
0: chair. Three pounds a chair. Okay, so and we got like fancy wedding chairs, right? Like um and they cost three pounds a chair. So it was six it cost us six hundred pounds on chairs for the day. Okay. So let's cool. just say it costs like if we didn't get fancy wedding chairs, it was it's 500 pounds on chairs, right? Cool, yeah. So we're at 5,500, right? Yeah. All right. You need some tables, yeah. right? Let's say tables cost like <laughs> twice as much as chairs just to be conservative, all right? So now we're at 6,500 pounds. Uh, right. All right, 6,500 pounds. Okay, what else do you need?
1: You need a magician. We had a magician at the wedding. Yeah, you <laughs> hire Ali Abdal and that's great. Yeah, Ali Abdal to do the magic? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want a photographer? Hire Ali Abdul <laughs> to do the photography. <laughs> You want a videographer? You want an MC? (laughs) He is truly full stack.
0: (laughs) Okay, so look, we're at six thousand We got the we got seats, we got tables, we got food, we got drink. You do need a place to do this. Like, where are you going to fit two hundred people where they'll let you do it? Okay, I have a friend in Essex who has a farm. Hundred percent, he'd be down for us to like take one of his fields. Nice, right? I imagine most people. Know a guy with a farm, (laughs) and can just like take on the field. So let's say he, you know, let's say just to be nice, we're like, hey, bro, we'll give, we'll give you, we'll give you one G, just you know, to say thank you. All right, so six hundred, one thousand pounds for the farm. So you're at seven thousand five hundred pounds.
1: But they need um cover for rain because we live in England.
0: Yeah, we live in England, so we do need some kind of rain cover. Um, and so what we can get is a, I know, a bunch of like umbrellas, like parasol type things. So wait, so they're
1: sitting on the grass? <laughs> we're no, it.
0: they've got chairs and tables, mate.
1: Okay, yeah. on the grass, but with no, nothing to protect them Cur- from the Well, animals. currently, okay. while
0: we're spending 7,500, <laughs> exactly. we can go a
1: bit further. <laughs> uh, are you looking at parasols? I'm looking at marquee pricing. <laughs> yes, yeah, so Alicia, you said marquee. Marquees, marquees cost-, <laughs> cost like thousands as far as I'm aware. But how many? Thousand,
0: how many
1: thousands? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm guessing like five thousand. <laughs> okay. I mean, Ali, you you marquee. Um, but are we for two hundred people? Oh, okay. This is interesting. So let's see. Stretch tents. Is this is interesting for people. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Hold here we go. Marquee size one to three days higher. Um, number yep. of guests at round tables, two hundred. Okay. Yep. Cost of marquee only. £1,369. Uh, right, what else? Oh. Cost of flooring. Oh, yeah. We probably want some flooring. Do we? Uh, we... Plastic. No.
0: Depends how out the farm is. the
1: yeah, it's Yeah. Let's not get the flooring. It's yeah, not good it flooring. Like... I think, yeah, cost of marquee and ivory lining to fit marquee about 700 quid. So that comes to about. 2000... Let's just say 2000. Yeah. Okay. Marquee... I was wrong. Marquees were more expensive than that. Okay. 2000. Uh, oh, okay. So the winter package, which includes the marquee, the floor, chandeliers, and a heater, is two thousand six hundred and sixty-nine pounds um, for a two hundred man marquee. So should we say twenty-five hundred quid just to be conservative with that? Okay,
0: yeah, fine. So we're we're seven thousand five hundred
1: for food, drinks. Yeah, and, and
0: 2500
1: five hundred for the, the shelter,
0: and twenty-five hundred for the marquee. So we're now at two thousand pounds. We have a venue. We have food. We have got chairs and tables. Now there's some like there's some like
1: decorations, like flowers. Uh, we're on a farm. They've, you know, You can pick some daffodils yeah, off of the field or some, something like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do, so, okay, let's just say we do something low-key on the flowers front and we
1: yeah, spend like you know, 500 pounds. Sainsbury's two for five quid kind of vibes. All
0: right, so we spend 500 pounds on flowers and just general little, little decorations for the table yeah. just to make things a little bit. So that's 10.5K, 10 10. good. Yeah. So we're, we're at 10.5K. Um, what else goes into it? One of my friends actually officiated, yep. um, the, the ceremony uh again this was a portfolio piece for him so he didn't get any
1: money yeah. uh for it i haven't i have enough team members who are keen to be photographers that and we have enough cameras that that would have been free
0: yeah i mean we d de- yeah we could have de- like one of my friends bought his camera and took some sick pics like we could definitely just like get a few friends yeah. with nice cameras and be like hey man can you just take pics from this time to this time or Easy. okay so we you need know, you to pay for photographers and that kind of stuff
1: um entertainment do you do you want that's to- basically to- it if you're if you're saving money you would have a spotify playlist with like some yeah, you probably be a, by yeah, a speaker yeah. rather than a live band. Although you could hire Ali Abdel to sing some songs if you would like. <laughs> 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 yeah, me and Catherine, we could have done. We could have done some banger songs. Oh, your outfits. Outfits. You probably want to wear a nice outfit. Even if I mean, if we're if we're
0: going frugal, I mean, my outfit was a shawani from Pakistan that cost like I don't know three hundred quid or something.
1: Yeah.
0: Um,
1: yeah, you could both get an outfit fair. for around for that or less. Yeah, so let's just say
0: five hundred quid on outfits, we're yeah. eleven thousand pounds. Okay, and we're basically done. To yeah. be honest, like that's
1: like a quarter, like a third to a quarter of the price of like the standard two hundred. Yeah,
0: yeah, but like basically, if you want two hundred people, like ten thousand pounds is like the absolute lowest. Mm. And so, yeah, if you just want like a party for two hundred people, like you will be spending ten k. Fair play.
1: Anyway, um, next question. So yeah.
0: You know, could have we could have gone that
1: down that route. Uh, so do you feel like given that you know you could have done that versus you did not do that and there was like a I don't know however many tens of K's delta bit I actually have no idea how much you spent on the wedding. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna assume the number was about 40k, just because I'm making a wild assumption. So the, that 30k delta, to what extent do you think that was quote worth it? Or is that not how you wanna I mean, like do you not want to think too hard about that?
0: I think we're in the fortunate position where like we could, you know, we could afford it, that um, no, it was fine.
1: Counterfactuals.
0: Lucia doesn't seem happy about that. <laughs>
1: I don't think we should make that argument. All
0: right, <laughs> okay. I think with the 40% well, we, don't, we don't need to worry about it. Could 30K be better spent? <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> hell yes. You could find better use for 30K, I guarantee it. <laughs> it doesn't take much more. <laughs> like, it, it depends on what question you're asking.
1: Okay. Um, what's it like being married? i don't know <laughs> i'm gonna step out at this point. yeah we're back to the two-man pod <laughs>
0: yeah i mean i don't feel like i don't feel like it's probably sunk in yet because i mean we we basically left for our honeymoon the following morning and now we're just like chilling in the caribbean in saint lucia um when is this pod going out it's going out tomorrow correct yeah if anyone on the pod is in saint lucia um <laughs> uh, Hit me, yeah, hit me up. Just like drop me a DM on Twitter or something. Uh, or by...
1: Sorry? <laughs> I thought I thought you left the room. <laughs> Sorry, Lizzie, <laughs> I didn't mean it. I was kidding. I was doing a bit.
0: Uh, yeah, look, if anyone's in St. Lucia, we're here for another like uh eight days, something like that. Uh and so it could be could be cool to meet meet a local uh, and just hang out and, and chat. Hmm. Uh, but no, I mean, it's not like we we started living normal married life. We're just like, this is the first
1: proper break that either of us are taking from work yeah. for a long time. Uh, oh, yeah. How does that feel to have a, a email uh, at work and stuff?
0: Yeah, it was good until about yesterday, but now there is stuff that I'm needed for. So oh, right. uh, that break from work isn't going terribly well. Yeah, basically, I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't feel like we're living normal married mm. life yet. Like It still feels weird when I'm like, oh, I have a wife. You know, that...
1: Can you share some of the highlights from your speech? Highlights from the speech? What are the funny bits?
0: The funny bits. Mate, I absolutely bottled the speech, man. I was just too emotional and couldn't keep it together and messed up all the jokes and was probably barely coherent. I think I had some solid jokes in there, man. I just like bottled the delivery because I was like crying. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I had some jokes. I mean... Hey, what do you want? Do you want me to tell yeah, the jokes? Tell the jokes. <laughs> okay, sure. So uh this this wedding was a vegan Muslim wedding, right? It's quite an unusual usual thing. So uh in my opener, I was gonna, you know, thank thank the previous speakers. I'm like, oh thank you so and so for the speech. Um, you know, it's a tough act to follow, but I'll give it a go. Uh, I have had a little bit to drink. <laughs> uh, obviously the joke there is that there was no up at the wedding. Um uh, and then uh, you know, I'd say Believe it or not, this is actually my first vegan Muslim wedding, and that's funny because like it's every like no one else has been to a vegan Muslim yeah. wedding either. And then I say, you know what that means is that the food is very ethically produced, but it arrives two hours late. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know, half the audience gets Pakistani. It, yeah, yeah general like <laughs> Muslim country is not very punctual, just culturally, right. So that's that joke. Um, then I make some jokes, uh, yeah, just some top, some topical patter, uh, topical patter. Um, I talk about, uh, what was the next one? Oh yeah. Yeah. Kind of thank everyone for, you know, thank you everyone for coming. A special thank you to uh, those of you that have come from abroad. We had people from the U S from Pakistan, from Japan, uh, and a special welcome to all the new COVID variants that you brought. That was funny. As well. That was a good one. Uh, yep. Uh, and then it was a very hot day, very uncharacteristically hot day in the UK. So obviously you've got to make a joke about the weather. So I say, if you have come from abroad, uh, the weather's always like this. This is a this is a normal weekend for us. Obviously, the joke is that it's not normal weekend weather's not like that. You know, that's more of a that's more of a it's more of an opener for the follow up, which is that um, you know there 's actually been the hottest summer uh, ever recorded in UK history, uh, thanks to global warming. Uh, and so for those of you that have, uh, come here today by train or in one of the three Teslas in the car park, thank you for your service. Uh, that's just kind of like I don't remember that about. bit. I th- no, I think I, I was just like,
1: I didn't say yeah. that joke. Uh, yeah. Nightmare. But
0: you know, it was, it was in yeah. there.
1: Yeah. In mine, I had a joke as well as an opener, which I just completely forgot. And I was like, I was, yeah. I was like, ah, that would have been a good one. <laughs>
0: yeah. So that was, that was the next yeah. one. And then, uh, you know, I kind of, you know, say some sentimental stuff about how, you know, it's, it's so nice to have all, you know, everyone here today from like different parts of my life all in one place and how special that is. Um, and then I make a special mention to, uh, to Lucas, my friend and business partner, um, who, you know, started a company with me three years ago. Uh, and Lucas is German. And so he's very hardworking, you know, he's, he's a great work ethic, uh, very methodical kind of guy. Um, and I say that, you know, he, you know, he, yeah, he, he keeps me accountable. He keeps me working hard. Um, and actually I, I know that my married life is off to a good start because this wedding was the only way I could get a couple of days <laughs> off work. Uh, so that's, that's another one oh, no. in there. Uh, yeah. they just keep coming. <laughs> uh, and then, then I, yeah, so that's kind of, I think that's most of the jokes. But on the COVID one, Yeah. Yeah. So then the rest is mostly like sentimental stuff about how much I love my family and all this kind of thing. And, you know, how much, I, how much I love my wife, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that
1: kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. So that was it. I feel, I feel like you had a good joke about me. Yeah. Did I? You said a few funny things about yeah, me when you so were being funny. sentimental about how much you like me.
0: I said we used to fight a lot. We, you know, we always try and like grass each other up. And then I said, well, I, I don't remember exactly what we fought about, but you were probably in the wrong it's kind of like it's not like laugh out loud yeah. funny. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't Maybe I was just spitballing. I think it's spitball, because at
1: the end you, you were like, "Oh, and uh, he's he's told me to remind you that if you enjoyed his speech, then you should all remember to like and subscribe," and that got a big laugh.
0: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah, that was a bit of a that was that was kind of prepared actually. That's kind of prepared. Yeah. Anyway, that was a speech, but oh, it was a really nice day, man. It was awesome. Uh, one thing that I thought was interesting is that previous uh, when I've been to weddings and there's like photographers and like videographers, I always think like, man, like, come on, let's be real. Like, Who's ever going to watch this footage again? Like this, like this is so pointless, <laughs> but actually I think it's like really nice to have. And as, as like photos have been like trickling in from just people's phones and people's cameras over the past few days, it's been like so cool. I can't wait for like the latest drop of wedding nice. photos and our photographers like working on like editing, uh, ones and stuff. And, and, um, uh, our videographer is also producing something for the next week. So I think when, when it's your wedding, you do actually care about the photos <laughs> of videos. It's a thought. <laughs> yeah. We just don't Yeah, I did. How did you
1: find the yeah, wedding? Yeah, I thought it was great. I mean, just on that point, um, I was at my friend Tom's wedding over a year ago now, and it took me a whole year to get him the drone footage that I'd taken. And I was just like, oh man, like it's been so long. It's like, and it just took me ages to find the drone and find the micro SD card and find a reader, like a whole year. And he kept on reminding me, and I finally sent him the drone foot like the drone footage about a week ago. Uh, but yeah. I feel like I, I appreciate now why he was sort of uh, <laughs> kind of badgering me for it. Uh, apologies, Tom, for yeah. uh, taking so long. But no, it was a good day. Um, it was ridiculously hot, um, but I yeah I quite enjoyed it. It was really nice, sort of being there as like. Um, saying hello to the guests and like you and I were wearing like basically the same outfit and everyone knew I was your brother. And so I kind of got a lot of,
0: yeah, yeah it was kind VIP, of like
1: a VIP. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it sort of felt like co-hosting packs ball almost, you know, where right. in a way yeah, you yeah. have that where you kind of want- permi- the societal permission to just go up to people and be like, Hey, are you guys having a nice time? Anything, anything can get you. Like, you yeah, yeah, feel yeah. very off service, which is just kind of nice. Yeah. Um, nice. So that was good. And yeah, I spent, spent a while rehearsing the speech, which went down well um yeah yeah that was awesome just thank you great. hung out hung out with the fam yeah no it was, it was a it was a solid day I had a great time
0: has it changed how you view like weddings i think when i go to other people's weddings it's going to be like a lot more meaningful for me mm. i mean I, yeah i guess i was the best man at one of my friends weddings a few years ago and that was like quite meaningful and like a big deal but like most other weddings i've gone to i mean i guess we just you know if you're like this you just go to a lot of weddings and it might be like your mom's friend or something or like, you know, just people you might not necessarily be that close to. But I think now, even if it's not someone I'm close to, like, I think I'll be able to appreciate like the, uh, the, the sort of, uh, the sanctity of the moment, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like yeah. me, it probably hasn't changed my approach to weddings where it's you know, <laughs> just have a nice day play. Nice. Um, uh, I think, okay. I think Love one it. thing that was interesting, um, was I think how different cultures approach weddings because like if i think mm. of for example of most of my white friends it's like you know they rock up the day of the wedding and they leave the day of the wedding and it's not like it's, it's just like whatever um if i if if, if i think of like a, a handful of white friends i know whose like siblings have gotten married but i think in desi culture a wedding is a whole like family event and like it becomes this whole thing where the whole family gets together and like does stuff and it's all very like together and collective and stuff. Yeah, that was that was interesting because I, I had never quite like appreciated that that was how, for example, Mimi and Nani were approaching the wedding, having grown up in that environment where it's like a wedding, oh my God, it's yeah, like yeah, the yeah. entire family is now all focused on this wedding. Whereas all the weddings that I've been to in the last several, well, 10 years of my life have been just like, a, oh, you just rock up and that seems to be the thing that happens, um, but yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, I think probably there's, yeah, I think that there's definitely big cultural differences. I think that that is definitely one of them. I suspect, like, for your white friends, like, you wouldn't be, like, they would probably have some family visiting from out of town for a couple of days or you know a few days or whatever. Like, you you just wouldn't know about it, right? So, I don't think that's that unusual. I think the thing, the I think the the sort of the the Daisy tradition that I really appreciated was having like a sort of multi-day sort of thing. Um, so, you know, we, yeah, basically from like one week before the wedding, we started having like friends and family come from various countries and like stay, stay either at our place or near our place. Um, and you just kind of like hang out, do do stuff during the day. And then we had a few like official wedding functions. So we had like, yeah, like two days before the wedding, there was like an official like wedding function. And then one day before the wedding, there was another one. Uh, organized by Lucia's family and then there was the actual wedding day and I think the feedback I got from a lot of people was that that was actually super nice because if it's just like one day you have a lot of strangers together in like a room and like you can't really get to know people that well whereas if you're seeing like the same people like three days in a row it's like much more of a vibe and like you see them on day one uh, and you're kind of hanging out you know breaking the ice and then you see them the next day and, and like it's kind of like a low low optionality holiday thing where like you know you're going to be with you know see these people again for the next few days, and so I think that just kind of makes it so much nicer for the guests um and so yeah, I think previously I used to think like, oh man, like fancy weddings are pretty mental, like why do you need to have like five events or whatever like why you know why it's like a whole week of a wedding, uh but I think it's actually mm. really nice um a really nice vibe, so i I really appreciated that,
1: that yeah, scene. I like that aspect of it as well, and it was nice having like you know, the week before where, um, you know, me and Adrian and Jose are sleeping like on mattresses in the living room and like you and Lucas, yeah, uh, you and Lewis and someone else sleeping in mattresses in the bedroom. And it's like big sleepover vibes, which I feel like I haven't really had since like university yeah. time. Um, so that was, yeah, yeah, that was yeah. Quite nice.
0: Yeah, that was awesome. I thought it was sick. Um, yeah. And I think it was really nice to just have like lots of family and the cousins and friends staying over, um, Cause yeah, you don't see each other that often, but like when there is an yeah. occasion, it's, a, it's like, it's like an excuse. And, and actually like, I, I always like take weddings now as like, a, as like a good excuse to like, Hey, like I'm actually going to like take some, take a few days off and go like hang out with these people uh, and like mm-hmm. make a thing of it because you don't get those kinds of situations
1: very often yeah i feel like with a lot of my uni friends the only time i or school friends the only time i see them is at weddings these days because that is the time where you get notice a year in advance and people actively book their leave and book their holidays and stuff to coincide with the wedding it's like oh wow i'm seeing all all of this all of the gang from school like all together for the first time since like school um and that's like very cool yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah i think another cultural difference is like you know in in the various like concentric circles of like social social circles, I think you know in in the desi tradition you kind of uh there's, there's a wider circle of people that would be invited to a wedding um you know like um yeah just like people from like the local community that you like know and like yeah these are people like like I wouldn't necessarily have like taught you know these are people who probably you know more like my mum's friends or like Nani, Nani's friends or whatever. Like I went to their houses, tons of times they've been to our house. tons like, times. you know, they've like seen me grow up and I've like kind of grown up around them. Like I haven't like hung out one on one with like all the aunties or whatever, but I think I still found it. Like, I still thought it was like really nice and, and like meaningful to have those kinds of people at the wedding. Um, whereas I think, um, yeah, I think in sort of Western culture, that's less of a thing of like you know parents friends and parents like whatever is coming to kids wedding or you know i think that's less of it
1: oh yeah i quite like that too um a a lot of those sort of extended family friends type people i hadn't seen in years i was like oh no you guys were in one place (laughs) um i've not not seen you in like five years but like it's cool that we get to chat now
0: yeah 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 exactly exactly what was it
1: like what was it like being the groom like yeah what was that experience on the day like, was it stressful was it like did day? you feel the pressure of organizing making sure people had a good time like were you just chilling like what was the vibe it
0: wasn't it, was it wasn't stressful on the day there was just like various things to do um like we didn't like so we had like a sort of two hour like drinks reception thing on the garden on, on the in the garden of this venue where people were just like hanging out there was a magician like just people like mingling and chatting before the meal um we were kind of mostly doing, we like doing like official photos with the photographer and we're kind of mostly doing that kind of stuff. So we didn't, we didn't get to just like chill with people that much at that point during the meal, like we were kind of just like going around the tables and chilling, you know, sitting down, hanging out with people. Uh, but again, there's a lot of people to like get around. And so that also felt like a bit rushed and you couldn't really just chill out and chill out with people. I think in the evening, uh, obviously we, we wanted to like take photos with lots of people And so there was definitely a lot of like group photos and stuff. But there was a, a bit more of an opportunity to just like sit down and chill with people and then catch up and things so yeah i'd say overall on the day you can you kind of like greet people and have like very brief conversations and you don't really have the the bandwidth mm. for much more than that which is a bit of a shame um but it is actually nice to i yeah i think i think previously i never i i would have thought that that was like not me not like that was like a bit pointless or something Um, I remember at university, we had these like balls and stuff. Right. And I was, I was always very, I'd been to a ball. I went to like one ball and I thought it was kind of lame. And I'd always been like very anti-ball. I didn't really, I didn't really go to any balls after that. And yeah, when I would like talk to people about like why they want to go to this ball or something, they'd say like, oh, you know, it's like, it's like nice to see. It's nice to see like all these people that are like, it's nice to see people rather like spend time with it, it's nice to see people and i was always like yeah so like great there's some like acquaintance that you haven't seen in a year you'll see at this ball and you'll say hi and talk to like what, what's the point uh but actually i think it's nice i think uh I, I find it nice but maybe it's different when it's your wedding versus when it's i don't know hmm. meeting yeah i don't know i think I've, I've i think i appreciate the like seeing people and just like that sort of just like, uh, you know, seeing an old friend and just like touching base and saying hi, rather than like having a whole, you know, I think, I think there is value to that. Uh, it doesn't need to be some, like, you, know, you need to go yeah. on holiday with them.
1: Even though we like low social optionality holidays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So that was another, uh, that was something that I thought about. Oh yeah. This is, this is just kind of whispered um, whisper this one. We had we had sort of a few friends who have young kids, like, I don't know, ages zero to 10 and so there was probably like 10 of these like little kids at the wedding and it was just like it was like really nice to have them having them there because they were all like playing together they were all like made friends with one another um you know like yeah you know, I, I kind of sort of made friends with a couple of them um and it, i think it just kind of made the vibe like really really just like wholesome and like fun and stuff to just you know it's just like a nice image like seeing like, like tiny kids running around these little kids and the running around and playing around and stuff and they are really cute and like every, yeah everyone like everyone like loves them and it's like yeah it's like it was a really nice vibe you know not to like not to uh what's, tokenize what's the tokenized children I looking for so not to tokenize or like yeah not to like turn them into props it was it was a nice thing. <laughs> it was really nice vibe to have, um, yeah. to have kids there. yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, so that was another thing. Yeah. And yeah, I kind of forgot that like kids just make friends with each other really easily. And like very quickly, you just see like two kids who never, two two of like the kids who have never met before. They're just like running around having fun and stuff like that. So that was really cool. And it was also because like we organized it, it was also cool to see like things are going according to plan. Like, you know, we had some like lawn, just some like wooden lawn games out on the lawn. And then just be, just seeing that, oh, people are actually playing with this. Cool. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff. I almost felt like, you know, <laughs> I almost felt like I was playing God in a sense, you know, <laughs> like created this, you know, almost like the Sims, you yeah. kind of create this little uh, environment. And you're watching the Sims like do the thing and like, yeah, I guess on The Sims, it's like, oh, when they go to the swimming pool that you made, it's like, oh, cool. Whereas this was like when you were like seeing people like make friends with each other, like seeing like people, you know, people meet new people and hit it off and stuff. You're like, well, like play with the games or like, uh, you know, just like, like, for example, we had some food in the evening and cake and stuff. Um, I didn't even know that the evening food had been served. People had already just like somehow found the evening food and we were just eating. I was like, oh, sick. Like. We had the evening food and now it's being used like you know it was it it felt a bit like the sims (laughs) yeah that's cool yeah anyway so that was the wedding one thing which i'm still a bit baffled by is that i posted a photo of our wedding just like me and lucia leaving the wedding it's a nice photo on twitter and it's currently on 9.3 k likes and one thousand. 000 bloody hell (laughs) that's like your most successful
1: tweet of all time
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. that's going got to hurt. <laughs> uh, after all that. <laughs> well. Yeah, lucia Lucia actually like uh came up with the tweets idea. I, I was basically I was thinking like okay, I want to post like a wedding photo on Twitter. Yeah. I want to like share with the Twitter fam that I'm a married man. How like, how am I going to do it? Like I don't want it, you know, it's got to be like, you know, you've got to have yeah. some kind of format, like ideally kind of light-hearted, kind of jokey or whatever. Um, and you may recall that in November 2021, I did a tweet that went, "Apologies for the lack of tweets recently. I am in love." That was a banger. That got like 3,000 likes. and anyway, so Lucia remembered that I did that, and she was like, "Oh, why don't you like quote tweet that and post the picture and just write update?" <laughs> <laughs> good. And so that's what so we did Lucia's then, so. tweet
1: idea does. It, has has gone more viral than anything you've ever tweeted. Nice one. You married the right gal. Much. <laughs> <not> good Twitter <laughs> engagement. <laughs>
0: yeah exactly i'm trying to get her to start posting on on your twitter or on hers Um, oh I think no no on on her (laughs) nice that's cool that goes
1: um i have no further questions your honor on the wedding front um i it is now half past half past 11 p.m here so i should probably walk home and sleep we have a 8 a.m youtuber academy uh asia pacific session tomorrow morning so i need to be up for that um but this has been good thank you for engaging in the conversation and enjoy the rest of the honeymoon and we'll find a time to pod next week as well i'm sure that's it for another episode of not overthinking thank you for listening if you enjoyed this episode we'd love for you to leave a review for us over at apple podcasts that'll be linked in the video description or in the show notes and we do often read reviews at the end of each episode if you'd like to hear yours read out also in case you didn't know we also have a youtube channel where we post videos of the podcast so if you'd like to see us Uh, and not just hear us you can check us out on our youtube channel and feel free to connect with us over at twitter all of the various details including the podcast twitter account and overthinking and our personal twitter accounts will be in the video description and in the show notes thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next time